impacts them every day. I think we're going to do a great job. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Modern Man Podcast, where we connect men in pursuit of their potential. Join us as we embrace discomfort, cultivate community, and put wind in each other's sails. If you're ready to take your personal and professional growth to the next level, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to check out the Noble Knights Mastermind Group, where you will find support, accountability, and mentorship to help you reach the goals that you've set. Join us and become a part of a community of like-minded men on a mission to improve themselves and elevate their capacity for life. And we're getting a lot of wind in our sails today. It is my pleasure to invite and welcome out of Orlando, Florida, J.R. Rivera, father, husband, man of God. J.R., it's a pleasure to have you on the show, brother. Man, I am so stoked to be here. I, I'm humbled that you invited me on the show. I mean, you've done nearly 300 shows and I'm sitting here saying... <laughs> Is there anything I can bring? I mean, you you brought it already. So I hope <laughs> that uh, our conversation today can inspire, can enlighten, can, and can move our listeners to a transformation. And I trust you to guide us there. Yeah, absolutely, Jr. And I'll tell you what we we first connected on the on the call talking about books, and, and the reason I love books so much is because we get the perspective of other people's lives. And eight billion people on this world here in twenty twenty three. That's eight billion different perspectives. So I haven't done eight billion episodes. So the answer is absolutely yes. You have something to bring to this this podcast and, and share with the listeners. And and with that in mind, I'd love to give you the floor so you can get acquainted with the audience in your own words. Introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and. Then we can kind of jump into a little bit more of the conversation from there. So JR, man, please take it away. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like to tell people that I do as little as possible. Uh, and that's, that's not, uh, that's not really a joke. That's, that's real. I I've realized over the years that there's so many things I'm not good at. And that's why I surround myself with the right team, the right players to help reinforce those things. And then there are a couple things that I am good at. And what it turns out to be is Talking is one of the things my team says I'm good at. And yeah. so I get to, the, the pleasure of speaking with you. But on, on the bigger playing field, the bigger picture, I've got this mission, this purpose, and you're helping me. Our listeners are helping me. We're, we're on a mission to change the world. Mm. And it breaks down like this. The right words from the right person at the right time can change a life. You felt it. I felt it. You read The Alchemist. Maybe that changed your trajectory. Maybe maybe you read a, a different a biography. Maybe you heard a podcast interview. You heard something from someone that you might have heard a thousand times. That one time from that yeah. one person, it changed your life. So I would say that I'm here today with you to change a life. Mm -hmm. I love that. That reminds me of the parable of, uh, are you familiar with the man running along the beach with all the starfish? along the receding tide. And there's a little boy running around grabbing the starfish and throwing them back in the water. And the, the man was a business owner, you know, doing his morning run. And he goes to the little boy, he said, what are you doing? There's, there's thousands of these starfish across the beach. Like there's no way you could save them all, right? You, you can't change what's happening to these starfish. They're going to die. And the boy looked up at the business owner and said, well, it changes the life for this one. 
<laughs> and continues to throw those little starfish back in the sea. And man, we start so much with the the big audacious thoughts of I got to do so much. But when we realize it's those little day by day, those incrementals, those one at a times that really ripples through time and ripples through life. How did you come about with this mission? Because I'm not even looking at my questions yet. I want to kind of piggyback off of that because it's so true. The right the right words at the to the from the right person at the right time can change a life. How, how does that connect to you and your soul? Man, it, it's been a, a work in progress. And I think that's life. We are always growing. Uh, we are always evolving. And uh, one of the, one of the measures that I have and that maybe our listeners, I know you have it. There's no question about that, but maybe we can impart on our listeners right now is if you are thinking the same thing you were thinking last year, <laughs> You're not growing and there's a problem. And so I, I've, I've been doing the work. <laughs> I, I've been reading scripture. You know, I'm a man of faith. I'm a Catholic man. Faith is is my first pillar of purpose. I've been digging in. I've been looking for wisdom. And most importantly, in the last year, the biggest one is surrender. Letting go because we're alphas. There's no, I look at you. I know you're an alpha. You're out there getting it, right? <laughs> I, I'm getting it too. I get it, right? But we don't control anything. It's up to him. It's up to the man upstairs. And what we have to learn is to let go and ask him to work with us, to work through us so that we can serve him. And so in the last year, it had become really clear to me because there's that one uh, a story where where Jesus is walking across this, uh, or around the Sea of Galilee and he sees, I think it's Peter and Andrew. I hope I'm getting this right. And, and they're fishing. And he says, come after me and I'll make you a fisher of men. Mm. And so I've read that a bunch of times, but in the last year, as I'm asking God, what am I supposed to do? Tell me, show me. Light the path. That hit me. I've been doing it. I've been doing it this whole time with the work I do at the podcast factory is I'm fishing men to God's light. And I'm doing that by encouraging messages, by making sure I'm working with the right host, by bringing new perspective. Maybe you don't get it in your neighborhood. Maybe you didn't get it in your school. But you can get it from us, from you from me, from the people that we work with is right words, right person at right time can change your life. And we're providing that at scale in the work that I do. And, and it's a matter of surrender and asking God for the answer. I didn't come up with that. He put that in me. <laughs> I love that. And I think what you hit on with for, for anybody that might be in that moment, right? Usually, and, and breaking the habit of being yourself, another book behind me, Dr. Joe Dispenza talking about the catalyst for change sometimes being in your darkest moment in in that darkest time where you're probably looking for an answer and you're willing to do almost anything to get out of the situation that you're in and sometimes that's the right time and the right person says the right thing and you're just like just you just you could tell me to jump three times on my left foot and spin five times i'm going to do it because i'm just so desperate to get out of the situation that i'm in a lot of times that comes out of failure Right. And that comes through failure where we we fall short of a goal or maybe we go through a hard time, whether it be divorce or something like that, whether it be the failure of a business. How can that failure lead to freedom? Right. How can we do that? Failure is fuel. All right. And if you're looking at it any other way, you've been brainwashed by the school system that mm -hmm. tells you F is bad. 
<laughs> F to me means fuel. Uh, <laughs> there I go. I got some more fuel for my next success. And I think there's a really simple way that I do this and that we can share with our listeners. I, I call it the, the course corrector tool. And if you want to turn failures into fuel for your freedom, it's super simple. And what's going to happen is most of you will ignore this at your own peril. The one or two of you that get it, we can change your life right now with this concept of the course corrector tool. And all you need is a pad and a pencil to do this. Nothing fancy. First things first is what are we working with? What is the thing, whether it's a business or a conversation or, or whatever the thing is that we want to learn from and improve? Put that right up there and ask yourself, what? worked mm. what worked about this conversation what worked about this business after that and this is the one that we're all good at what mm. didn't work now that list is going to be long right <laughs> it's going to be like <laughs> big long list what didn't work usually and then the piece that brings it all together and fuels your freedom and fuels your success is what could i do differently what worked? What didn't work? What could I do differently? Every time you hit a roadblock, every time you run into something, use that tool. I call it the course corrector tool because a lot of people, they get obsessed with, with goals. Like it's this thing out there that I'm shooting for. And me, I think in terms of targets, mm. look, I'm aiming. I don't know where it's going to, I don't know if I'm even in the right direction. Let's just start shooting and figure it out and then adjust till we get to the right spot. And so what worked? What didn't work? What could I do differently is called the course corrector tool. And that's how you turn failure into fuel for your success and your freedom. I love that because it's almost, I mean, my buddy would call that the action after action review, right? He, he, he's military. So we would do an event together. He's like, all right, we need an AAR. And I'm like, what? AAR, after action review, right? And he, what worked, what didn't work. And I love the added is, you know, what could I do differently? Because I think what's scary and the reason most people would ignore that is you have to almost take a hard, long look at yourself and understand where you fell short, where you might have been able to adjust. But that comes down into the mindset of, I think Carol Dweck, Dweck wrote the book, um, Mindset, where it's, are you, do you have a growth mindset or a static mindset where do you believe you can change? Do you believe you can grow? What would you tell somebody if they have a hard time looking in the mirror, if they fall up short in some of those areas, those deficiencies that like, man, I, I can't figure this out. I can't figure that out. How would you help? How would you help them identify more of those shortcomings? I think the thing really is not necessarily looking at it. I have a friend and he calls it data, not drama, right? Let's not, <laughs> let's not fall into this shortcoming trap. Let's call it missing the target. All right, I missed the target. What adjustments can I make to get back on target? And there's the, there's infinite amount of adjustments and infinite amount of learning that you can do to get back on target. But this goes back to faith now, right? Because I, my faith is, I, I'm a Catholic man, and, and we're built on forgiveness, believe it or not. That's why Jesus died for, for forgiveness of our sins. Yet us alphas, Man, we don't forgive ourselves when we mess up. No, we don't. Man, we are hard on ourselves. We're awful, aren't we? Like mm -hmm. so hard on ourselves. And this goes back to, to really being in touch with the creator, being in touch with 
at least for me, right? This is, I can only speak from, from my experience, but uh, grace, like give yourself some grace. It's okay. If you missed a target, it's okay. If you failed, I'm doing air quotes. If you guys are, are not seeing me on video, but look, it's okay. Give yourself some grace. God gives us grace. God forgives us. So we have to give ourselves some grace to say, that's okay. Now I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it differently. That's so what can I do better? At least think about it, put together a plan, have a, a theory, do it again, check your result and run the course corrector another time till you get on that target that you want to be on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, eventually you're going to get there. It's it's inevitable, yeah. right? I, I always say, like, listen, if you commit yourself to your growth each and every single day, you make those in, those minute changes along the way, your growth is inevitable. I don't know anybody who has committed themselves to their growth and hasn't grown grown over the course of a year, months, or however long they've committed to it. That's just something that's going to take some time to see the results, much like when you go to the gym. You could work out for 20 hours straight. You're not going to see any difference. You work out for 20 hours over the course of a month, then you work out another 20 hours over the course of another month. Next thing you know, you start seeing the differences over the compounding effort. And it's almost like the, the reputation, and this was actually one of the, the questions I wrote down was how reputation can lead to reputation. And it's almost like, for example, when I go to the gym, even if I'm not going in there working out hard, if I'm not having a huge successful workout. The fact that I'm there day in and day out, people recognize me and I walk in and I, I end up building a rapport around the people there because I'm repetitively showing up. How does repetition lead to reputation for anybody who's looking to either grow their business, grow their mission or grow themselves? I think that goes back to, to knowing what you want and, and then repeatedly going after it without fail. And, and, the only real failure, uh, I don't know who, I'm going to just take this quote and not uh, not give credit where it's due, but the, the only real failure is when we quit, mm -hmm. when we quit. And we can see that all over. People who have gone after things, didn't get them, and quit. You, sir, have failed. For the rest of us that keep getting up, dusting ourselves off, repeating it, it's inevitable, as you said, to hit our target, to achieve our goal, to make the impact that we want to make. But that comes down to you, you have to, this repetition, resilience, dusting yourself off, getting back up. That, that's, gonna, that's your character. And, and the other piece of that, and I think this is where a lot of folks struggle, and that's why they give up, is not knowing your purpose. What are you trying to do? Why are you trying to do that? Why does it matter to you? Is it really that important that you're willing to get knocked down over and over again, get back up and keep getting after it? If it's not, maybe you're not following the right path. Maybe you're off the mark and you need to review what you're really after. But when you want something, when you really want something, you will take all the disappointment, all the sadness, all, all the ups, all the downs, and keep moving towards it. Keep putting in the reps, keep doing the work to get what you want, because that's what you want. Right. And I, I think that's, there's a failure of clarity in the world today. People don't know what they want. Yeah. No, I love that. What, is, what does JR want? What, what gets you up? I know, you know, the, 
the right word from the right person at the right time could could be pivotal. But what is it that that fuels you day in, day out? How do we get here? Right. What was the story before uh, the modern day JR that we we are blessed with for for our show today? It's uh, it's scary when I say it out loud. I'm still working through this, but uh, I don't know, about a year, year and a half ago, we hired some consultants to rebuild the infrastructure in our company. We uh, use a system very similar to Gino Wickman's EOS, the traction system, entrepreneur's operating system, installed that in our business. And one of the things that I was challenged with was my big goal in 10 years. And I hadn't thought that far out business-wise, at least what I wanted to do. And it was brought to my doorstep. Well, what are you trying to do? What's the impact you're trying to make? And here it comes. It's a little scary when I say it, but I want to be impacting 10 million lives a year. Mm. And I want to be delivering those life changing words that cause somebody that maybe didn't have the right network, maybe didn't have the right upbringing, maybe didn't have anything right to say, hey, I can do that. I want that. I can achieve that to encourage them so that they can improve their lives. And I can't do it alone. See, I'm not delusional. I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan and have millions of people listening to me. I don't know that anybody will listen to me. But what I can do is the work that I do at the podcast factory, hand selecting the hosts that I want to work with, the hosts that have a mission, the hosts that I know that are going to change a life and help them build that platform. And so every day I get up, bro, this is my fourth interview today. Like I interviewed a couple people for my show. I did a client call. I'm with you because I know that these conversations, these connections are going to compound over time and we will reach that number because I'm going to keep putting in my reps for the next 10 years plus. Yeah. But that's what gets me out of bed, bro. I love that. I love that. And it, it, it's crazy because of me sure watching your numbers and the statistics and the analytics of your podcast, what I've gotten very, very focused on is I can get another number. I can get one more number. I'm not looking at the big numbers and all the thousands of thousands. No, 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 no. Whatever number that is, it's like, I could do one more. I could do another 10. I could do another five. And kind of what you just hinted on is like, I'm doing this day in and day out and numbers compound and they can compound exponentially over time. So the commitment to the process is what is going to take you to the prize. And that is the focus that keeps us going each and every single day. Um, how do we work dumber, not smarter? Man, that's easy. <laughs> Don't do anything you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, we we've all read the books. We have, uh, we, we've heard the sayings. It's like work, work smarter, not harder. And and the thing is, I don't agree with that. I think that uh, working dumber is the key. And, and what I mean is uh, we started with this. What are the things that you do well? I only do a couple things well. Talk, write, maybe dream a little bit. Um, that's it, right? And so the way that I look at working dumber, not smarter is, hey, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I'm not the smartest guy on the team. There is somebody for that. And this is a Dan Sullivan thing. I was in strategic coach for five years and he talks about who, not how. So mm -hmm. forget about learning how to do something unless you want to, unless it's fun, unless it's engaging to you. But I don't want to learn how to do that website. I want to figure out who I know that can get me that website quickly. And so that means I don't have to do any extra learning. 
keeps me dumb and lets me hire smart. Mm, I love that. And I, when I first hired, um, a promoter for my event, our last modern man live event. He said something to me. He's like, I just want you to focus on, and he was doing like the, the coordination of the day of the event. He goes, I just want you to focus on putting on a good event. I don't want you to have to worry about where the producers are, where the talent is and you know, what's coming up next when your commercial break is. I just want you to be wholeheartedly focused on putting on a good event. And because of that, your full cognitive power focuses on what you're good at and you're better able to provide that for, for the audience, for the people that are listening. And just like doing this podcast, I could focus on what I'm doing and let those who are better at other things like the audio editing and stuff handle it. Um, I, I'm curious, was there a right word at a right time from a right person for you in, in your life? Is that something that maybe might have impacted you personally? I'm interested to know kind of what started the whole journey uh, that first led you into podcasting in the first place and then what what led you here now man there's been uh, so many of those and i i'm starting to keep a journal of them so that i i can remember all, all the great things but i i can give you a, a really quick one we wouldn't be sitting here right now if it wasn't for this one and, and this is uh most guys <laughs> might not uh might not have this asset available to them, or maybe they're not tapping into it, but I call my wife cupcake and cupcake. What has always, has always been my biggest fan has always believed in me when I didn't believe in myself and has always backed me up. And I'm grateful to have her in my corner. We're together almost 20 years now. And there's been a bunch of moments with her, but let's talk specifically about one that brought us here on this podcast journey. And it was quite simply this. I was running a real estate training business and I was teaching realtors how to get listings, how to get referrals, how to get buyers through online marketing methods. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it was working. It was okay. I was stuck there for six figures for two years, a little bit frustrated and knew I needed to change. So we joined our first mastermind and it was more than I had ever invested at that time, more than I had ever invested <laughs> in myself and it was scary and cupcake said i was nuts yeah and maybe i was i was a little crazy but as entrepreneurs we have to take calculated risks sometimes to get out of that dead zone where we're stuck and throughout that mastermind i would ask questions when i was on a hot seat about this marketing that marketing cold traffic and nobody was interested because at that time real estate was not hot Nobody cared about real estate, but what would happen on the breaks was people would come up to me and say, Hey, I heard you doing a podcast with this guy, or I heard you on a podcast with that guy. Can you tell me more? How do you do that? And so what I was doing at the time, just for fun was I had friends and mentors who had taught me things that I thought were super valuable, super important. And I wanted to pay it forward. And I thought, hey, listen, I have this skill of podcasting. Let's do a podcast together. We'll put it out there and we'll help some people get those words in their ears. Yeah. And it was just for fun. And when Cupcake got wind, in fact, sitting with me, people would be coming up to us asking us, hey, you're doing a podcast with Silly, so can I sit and talk? Can we have coffee? She says to me, maybe we should be looking at podcasting as a business. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I'm just doing that for fun. I got this real estate training thing. 
Six months later, we shut down the real estate training. We opened the podcast factory agency and we have been building and growing ever since. And it, if it wasn't for those words from her at that time, I would have just not even paid attention to that. Yeah, man, that that's amazing because a lot of times is you kind of talk about us feeling like we're, we're alphas right? and a hard thing for us to do is listen to others sometimes. Right. When when I realized the secret of being the alpha is is listening. It's listening and and hearing those words of wisdom and being humble enough to to understand your comfort and your confidence, letting people pour into you. And and right there, you kind of just explained perfectly how listening to our, our counsel around us. For me, uh, this was the No Rain No Rainbows podcast before it came the Modern Man podcast, and it was a conversation with my wife where No Rain No Rainbows was seeing record growth. She's like, this is great. What are you going to do with the success of No Rain, No Rainbows? I was like, pour it into Modern Man. And I had the back end. I'm, I'm spending resources and time. And she goes, well, why not just put all your efforts into Modern Man if that's what you really want to do? And I said, you know what, babe? <laughs> that right there is the right words from the right person at the right time, which changed the go. trajectory of what I end up doing. I, I love that, that you had that moment of clarity and that moment of understanding, and you've been able to kind of change the path. How has your trajectory, uh, not just in business, but in life changed since maybe leaning more with the podcast factory and everything that's come about afterwards? Man, it's been ebbs and flows, ups and downs, because a lot of what I did was ahead of the, the the curve of podcasting uh, mm -hmm. i don't i don't think we've discussed this but i did my first podcast in 2008 wow and dude it was different you had to like have the they didn't even have a, did they have iphones i don't even remember i had an ipod and you yeah. had to put in and you had to download and manage <laughs> files like getting a podcast was work and so it was very niche it was, it, I was ahead of the game there and it wasn't on purpose. Let me, let me be clear about this. I barely made it out of high school. Um, I didn't even graduate. In fact, I had, I had to go back to get, get, get my diploma. That's a whole other story. But I, I, I got online, man. And people were talking about being thought leaders and you had to have a blog. And I'm just like, no, oh, man, I can't, I can't blog. <laughs> that ain't happening. So how can I do this? And I could. I did figure out how to use my Mac and record a podcast and, and do the, uh, the, the connection to iTunes and all that. So I, I was uh, ahead of my time and some people would say that was awesome. For me, it was tough because, uh, we just weren't getting, like you said, we're spending resources, we're spending time. We weren't getting the ROI and, and I was, I was ready to quit by 2012. And if it wasn't for one of my friends who said, I think you're ahead of the curve. Here we go. Right words, right person, right time. Yeah. I think you're ahead of the curve right now. I think we should give it one more shot. What do you say we do this again? In 2013, July 4th, Independence Day of 2013, we launched the Making Agents Rich show. Me and my buddy, Darren Persinger, who had helped me out, who I had done a lot of work with, and I knew he was a real deal. We launched the Making Agents Rich show, and that was where things kind of came together. The first year, six figures. Second year, six figures. And I'm like, oh, man, that's where I started developing my frameworks that I call the Direct Response Podcasting Framework, using a podcast to knock out a objections and pre-sell people before you make them an offer through podcasting. That's where all this stuff came together, but it was all those years of beating crap 
<laughs> wanting to quit. And then one guy saying, give it one more shot where then I joined that mastermind. Then people started asking me. Then I started the agency. And ever since we've been growing this thing. Mm -hmm. How did you, and and I'm kind of speaking to what I could imagine might be some of the plights that some of the, some of the, the pain points for some men that are working on a project, selfishly myself included, right? Which um, I'm working a job which pays well, but you also have this passion project that you're building and you can't help but think this takes time, resources, all that could be going to my family, but I believe in this. How did you navigate that 2008, 2013 stretch where it, it might've looked bleak at times, but you, you had an idea that this, this was going to pay out at some point in time. Man, I didn't have any ideas. Told you I'm not smart. <laughs> smart. What I had was something I call borrowed belief. And this is what I'm telling you when you have the right partner, when you have the right people around you, when you have the, the right structure. Like I know you have the Knights, mm -hmm. uh, people that are like minded, helping lift you up. I didn't, I didn't. Like there was a point where I'm just like, I'm wasting time here. I don't know if this is ever going to pay, but my wife, Cupcake, looks at me with those big brown eyes and she believes I'm going to make it happen. And I'm like, damn, I don't believe it, but I'm going to borrow your belief. Mm. And I'm going to put that into my heart and I'm going to use that as fuel to get me to the next level. And I've done this for years. It's not just in, I mean, it's beautiful to have that kind of support at home, but it's also the brotherhood of masterminds like yours, being around the right mentors, people who see things in you that maybe you don't see in yourself. And that's when you have to borrow their belief, put it in your heart, pretend it's yours till it really is. And if I didn't have the right people around me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. You and I wouldn't be speaking. This wouldn't be happening today. Mm. How, how does your growth and your trajectory over time become more about who knows you and not who you know? I think that there are two sides of the same coin is what I'm coming to realize. I mean, it's important for for people to to know you i mean uh, there's that old axiom uh, or uh, that old phrase right it's not about who you know and it's true you have to know the right people but that that's not enough you you have to have people know you and that's one of the reasons i've used podcasting for years to develop relationships to to develop authority credibility it is getting the two pieces, right? Knowing the right people and getting the right people to know you. So for instance, to put an example, something concrete here, I told you that I joined that mastermind mm -hmm. and I knew cool people who had helped me, right? That was awesome. I was doing shows with them. That's great. We had that. But when I showed up to this mastermind with multi-million dollar businesses, people in there knew me because of those relationships and because of those podcasts I did. Those are the people that took me from that's a cool hobby to, hey, can I pay you? Can I pay you to help me do that? And so you need both pieces. You need to know the right people and you need to leverage that to get more people to know you. So you need both pieces in order to make it in, in business, in life, anywhere. I love that. I love that. So JR, a lot of our listeners are are guys who who recognize where they are in life might not be it and they're and they're looking to elevate themselves get to that next level what are some of the right words the right time from yourself hopefully being the right person that you'd like to maybe deliver to them here as we're coming towards the end of the podcast and uh, something that maybe you might have wanted to wish you would have heard when you were in your struggle 
something that you've learned along the way and and want to impart here on the listeners is they're they're giving us their their uh, valuable time so there's a difference I'm, I, let's offend some people right i've been talking Go for some, it let's let's <laughs> offend some people <laughs> to get their attention right there's a difference between what i call aops and those of us that are living out our best life, that's a pretty popular term. You're living your best life. That's like a uh, very popular thing to say these days. AOP. So what is AOP? This is where it might get a bit offensive. Average ordinary people. Average ordinary people living quiet lives of desperation because they are not tapped into their purpose. They're not making an impact. They're not living to their full potential. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the difference between these folks? And it's quite simply this, man. When I when I was young, I was cocky, angsty, immature, and, and I'd be like, oh, "I got, I got a, you know, I was an electrician. I got, I got the truck. I'm running the job. This is it. Yeah, this is it. Boom, right? Cocky, cocky AF. This is it. I could have stayed stuck there if it wasn't for some things that happened." in life and they made me switch the words i went from this is it all cocky to is this it question i asked myself the question is this all there is for me i was working construction i wasn't really i was making whatever money i was making it wasn't much i wasn't making an impact in the world and i had to ask myself is this it? Is this all I've been put in this world for? And it wasn't. Then I jumped into real estate. Then I jumped into the the podcast factory agency. And and here I am with you today, sharing this concept. Instead of saying, this is it, that fixed mindset, Carol Dweck, who you brought up Mm -hmm. to, is this it, that growth mindset? What else is there? I love that. And the fact of the matter is that question right there opens up a world of opportunities, possibilities. It opens up so many doors because so many of us look for the A to Z plan, but not realizing it's the A to B that gets you to C and eventually to Z. You don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to know that you don't want to stay at the beginning of the alphabet anymore. Start getting yourself some letters, man. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. JR, man, this this has been awesome. And I want to make sure that folks can connect with you. Uh, Folks can follow some of the work that you're doing. We connected on Instagram and and, uh, and social earlier. So definitely excited to see more of what you got going on. But I want to make sure that our audience has the opportunity to do the same and and connect. So what's the best what's the best source? Yeah, I'm going to give you two things here to, to ponder and you can figure out which one suits you best. Number one, if you don't have the right people around you, Jim Rohn says we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And Jim Rohn was a very successful speaker. If you don't know him, look him up. But maybe you don't have the right people around you in your network right now. I encourage you to go to the podcast factory and surround yourself with some of the absolute best mentors I have met in my life. Uh, JV partners, teachers, there, there's a, a tab that says client showcase. And at the time we're recording this, there's at least 80 different shows there with different people sharing different perspective, inspiration, different point of view that can change your world. Spend some time with them. 
change your view, get elevated. Uh, number two, if you've got a message and you are not getting it out there to the right people, I might be able to help you with that, especially if you have a business already in place and a mission. I can bring all that together with our work at the podcast factory and the same thing. It's the podcast factory and uh, book a call. We can talk about it. And, and I'm going to add one more. And I know you didn't ask me for this, but if this episode was helpful, let Ted know, like give him a rating, give him a review, tell him this, Hey, right words, right time. Thank you. Mm, I love that. Absolutely. And I'll have that link in the show notes for folks so they can open it up, whatever app they're watching or listening on, they can go straight to that source and, and learn more. And, and JR, before we let you go, last question, which is usually the, the heaviest one I say for last is what is something you've seen or something that's happened to you that shapes the way you view the world as a man? Right now, and this was how we started talking. There's this war on masculinity, like masculinity is toxic. And I feel really bad for anybody who's falling for that nonsense, because the fact is that, that this world needs more men who show faith, who show leadership, who show love to demonstrate that all of that is BS. And so the the biggest thing that I'm seeing right now, and that's why we're talking, that's why I'm talking to a lot of people that I interview is let's stand up, let's own being men and let's show people what we're about to show them the right way. Because if not, the enemy wins. Mm, absolutely. That's what this podcast is all about. Showing some examples of, of what good men look like. We're out there. We're here. We're putting in the work. We're showing up. And a lot of us are, are the reason we're not all on the TV is because we're probably with our families. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I can understand. But at the same time, uh, I'm, I'm with you, brother. It, it's about being seen and, and putting that example forward for, for other men to follow and for the world to recognize that we have things to provide. We have a lot that we can give and, um, and there is nothing but good that we could provide. So, man, JR, this has been awesome. Uh, I'm so glad that you gave us the time today joining us out of Orlando, Florida. I'm going to recap some of the gems that you left along the way, because I know a lot of folks while they're listening are, are probably cleaning the house, going for a workout or something. So definitely want to make sure that I keep tabs on some of the gems that you've dropped down, starting with do as little as possible. How many of us feel overwhelmed, right, with the amount of things we have on our to-do list because we are failing to delegate or find those people that are better than in us at certain areas of our overall project that could maybe lift a little bit off of our plate and help us be more efficient and effective in what we're doing. Right word, right person, right time. Are you the person that can give the right words at the right time? Or are you in need of listening and hearing the right words from the right person at the right time? And if that happened during this podcast, uh, JR and I are elated to hear it. Please leave us a rating and let us know. And then are you growing? If you feel the same that you felt a year ago, if you haven't really changed your perspective on the world, maybe you're finding yourself in a stagnant time. I've had friends tell me, Ted, you've changed. It's the biggest compliment I can get. I'm supposed to change. We don't control anything. A lot of us, especially men that are listening who work too much, you don't go home because you're probably focused on what you can control at work. You're respected at work. You have everything under control, but at home, it's, it's chaos. You don't control that, right? Well, here's the secret. You don't control anything at work either. All you can control is yourself, how you show up and your family needs you to show up. So I hope that you show up daily and failure is fuel. Do not take it 
harshly give yourself grace along the way. And of course, maybe reflect what worked, what didn't work. What could I do differently? What was that that you toyed that JR? The course corrector tool. Course corrector tool. Apply the course corrector tool in your life. Give yourself grace along the way. And then we only fail when we quit. So don't quit out there. Be a modern man. Keep going. Calculated risks are sometimes needed to get you out of that dark zone as entrepreneurs. I know a lot of you are listening. And of course, average ordinary people. If you're sitting there thinking to yourself, this is it, maybe it's not going to be long before that phrase changes to, is this it? And I don't want you to end up there. So hopefully this podcast episode with J.R. Rivera out of Orlando, Florida, father, husband, man of God, was exactly what you needed to get going on your goals. Guys, thank you so much for making it to the end. We appreciate you rocking with us this whole time. If you got value from it, you already know what I'm going to ask. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button for a new episode each and every single week. The best compliment you can give us is by sharing this with a friend that you know will get value from it. And we love seeing you guys. So thank you for rocking with us. And as we say at the end of the episode, Every time, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain, but you can't get the pleasure without first the pain. Let's grow. 